Hey, everybody, coming up on the Matt Townsend Show, Jenny Grothy is back on the show to see how we're doing on our diets. And I think I'm failing at the eat right part. Everything just tastes so good. Jenny will have some advice for us up next on the Matt Townsend Show. Good afternoon. I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Former President Bill Clinton gave sitting President Barack Obama a tough act to follow during his speech last night at the Democratic National Convention. The crux of Clinton's talk was this. I get it. I know it. I've been there. He, too, faced a struggling recovery, but with fiscal discipline and the right investments, in the end had the economy booming, just as Obama will. If you will renew the president's contract, you will feel it. And the GOP counterargument, Clinton skewered it. We left him a total mess. He hadn't cleaned it up fast enough, so fire him and put us back in. At the end, Obama was on stage to hug Clinton, knowing this folksy Democratic stemwinder will be a hugely tough act to follow. Mark Smith at the Democratic Convention, Charlotte. The European Central Bank Rescue has stocks on both sides of the Atlantic soaring today. Financial markets finally got the news they'd been hoping for from the European Central Bank, and stock prices are soaring. Markets in France and Germany each gained more than 2.5% after ECB President Mario Draghi said the bank would buy an unlimited amount of government bonds to help struggling countries lower their borrowing costs. All the major U.S. stock indices were up around 2%, with the Dow Industrials rising more than 200 points and the S&P flirting with a four-year high. U.S. Treasury bond prices, meanwhile, are falling. Warren Levinson, New York. While stocks are climbing, the amount of people being laid off is going down, which is a sign that hiring is still going in a positive direction. The number of job cuts announced by employers last month was the fewest since December of 2010, according to John Challenger, CEO of the job placement firm Challenger Gray and Christmas. We saw just over 32,000 job cuts announced in the month of August. That was down 12.5% from July, down 37% from August a year ago. Last month's drop was the third straight monthly decline in job cuts. Challenger says that's effectively reversed a trend toward increased downsizing in the first half of the year. David Melendi, Washington. School is back in session, and that can also mean it's back to the doctor's office as well, as many childhood diseases can still become fatal if left untreated. CDC immunization and respiratory disease expert Dr. Melinda Wharton says childhood immunization rates are pretty good, nationally at or above 90 percent, but that's no reason to become complacent. We still have deaths every year in the United States due to pertussis. Commonly called whooping cough. Wharton says back to school time is a good time to make sure kids' vaccinations for that and measles, mumps, rubella, polio, hepatitis, and other diseases are up to date. You know, along with buying your school supplies, there's also getting those immunization records and making sure that your kids have had the vaccines that they need to have. Otherwise, one sick child can put a whole lot of others at risk, and it can be serious for some. I'm David Melendi. You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I am your host, Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side, doing what we can on our program every Monday through Friday to help you and your loved ones grow healthier, happier lives. Welcome to the program, everybody. And uh, on the show, we try to touch them all. We try to touch the mental, the physical, the psychological, the social, the emotional, 
Today, we're talking about the stomach. Ugh. We're bringing on our expert again, Jenny Grothy, who has been taking us on the Lose the Fat Matt Challenge. Um, and uh, we're trying to lose some weight on the program. And we thought what a great idea it would be to bring an expert on. And it's interesting, just as I look at my group, uh, some needed to lose some weight, some needed to gain some weight. Um, some, you know, it, you know, just needed whatever they could. Uh, some need to eat more chips, apparently. Uh, interestingly, though, we've lost about half our crew. They've moved on to bigger and better things. I think it was just this challenge. It's too challenging. And what I'm finding out so far, I've lost about eight pounds. Um, I, I call that my baby weight. Uh, with every child we have, I've gained about five pounds. My wife thinks it's sympathy weight. I think not. It's just stress, me trying to deal with having to feed all of these children and family. Um, but as we've gone through this, it's an interesting thing I'm running into. And last time we had Jen on the show, we really got into the fact that uh, we had counted calories. By the way, counting the calories helped me lose about eight pounds because all of a sudden I started just realizing, whoa. I consume a lot. Do I really need that? Because, boy, it's going to take a lot to enter it into my calorie counter. So maybe it'd be easier if I just skipped that meal. But then she kind of challenged us to do something different, which was more start to eat healthier and start to kind of turn your negative opportunities into positive opportunities. So I tried it and I went to McDonald's, which a lot of people wouldn't think you should do. But I actually found myself in the middle of the line at McDonald's without having thought about it. And uh, I got up to the screen to make the order, and then I thought I heard Jenny's voice in the back of my head saying, what are you doing? Get out of here. And I'm, But then I took her challenge seriously, and I figured out what, what am I supposed to order at McDonald's to be heavy, or heavy, sorry, everything. What do I need to order at McDonald's to be healthy? And I was looking so hard. And I know there's healthy stuff there, so don't think I'm dissing on McDonald's because there is healthy stuff. Um, I just didn't know what it was. So I ended up ordering some um, some apple slices and a water. And then I thought, well, that's stupid. I'm not going to be full with that. So I ordered two apple slices and a big water. <sighs> And then I got to work and I was starving by the time my 30-minute ride had gotten me there. So you know what? We're going to pick her brain some more. And today she's going to be bringing on some recipes and some other things. But when we're doing this, I don't want you to think it's not just about weight loss. I mean, being healthy, eating eating healthier, it's good for everything. In fact, BYU just came out with a brand new study. They did a study of nearly 20,000 employees. And um, what they found out, according to some of the researchers here at Brigham Young University, is that poor employee health means slacking on the job. And one of the number one ways that our, our health may be dropping is basically our eating. So the study was led by BYU science professor Ray Merrill, and he finds that employees with unhealthy habits are causing substantially higher levels of lost workplace productivity. So if you're not healthy, if you're not more productive, if you're not uh, um, having healthier habits like how you eat, how you exercise, your diet, then you're going to not be um, present. So they call the problem is presenteeism. That's the idea of being present at work but not performing optimally. So if you're not feeling well, if you're low in energy, uh, they found that, you know what, 
a lot of that's your basically your eating habits. One of the things they found, though, is that employees with an unhealthy diet, which, by the way, as I talk to most of my team here, is about, I don't know, 75% of us. Um, because what Bryce, Bryce Tobin, one of our producers, every single time we say any food, he says, sure, is the, can, you, can you put bacon with it? Because he just, he just thinks you throw in bacon and it makes it healthy because it's a protein. Um, that employees with a healthy diet were 66% more likely to report having a loss in productivity as opposed to healthy eaters. Likewise, employees who only exercised occasionally were 50% more likely to report lower levels of productivity versus their exercising colleagues. So millions of dollars are being lost in this presenteeism. And it's, it's all for, um, in this study, what they found is it's all from studying a condition that hurts our ability to perform well. Here's uh, just a quick update from two of the professors that were involved, Professors Ray Merrill of the BYU Department of Health Services and Steve Aldana. Presenteeism is a condition where people attend work, but they perform at subpar levels because of poor health or because of stresses or other um, distractions in their life. And so we wanted to know the influences of certain demographic factors, health conditions, health behaviors, work environment, how those influence, those, those different elements influence presenteeism. The ability to produce more is directly related to our health behaviors, whether or not we exercise, whether or not we eat a healthy diet, whether or not we control our health risks, those behaviors and those risk factors determine whether or not we're producing a lot or not so much. I think the most important thing that we contribute in this paper is that it's a mix of things that contribute to high presenteeism. It's not just improving your physical health, um, but it's also your mental well-being. It's uh, it's great research put out by Brigham Young University, and um, I guess the goal, and this is really what it's about. We kind of joke that we want to help Matt lose the fat, but really what we want to do is help us all be a little healthier, kind of cut through some of the, uh, I don't know, the fads, some of the ideas that maybe aren't quite legitimate that get popped around and thrown around in the um, health world. Uh, We're going to be talking on the show about organic and some other things, but we want to bring Jenny Grothy on. We're going to take a break. After the break, she will come back giving us some tools and actual diet plans, some ideas for healthier eating so that we can uh, pull ourselves out of this, keep our jobs, and be present, for heaven's sakes, actually productively active in our workplace. That's the show, folks. We'll be back right after this break on The Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. It's stronger than titanium, bounces like rubber, molds like plastic, and they call it liquid metal. This is Innovation Now, bringing you stories behind the ideas that shape our future. As if you needed a reminder that we live in the 21st century, a new alloy that sounds like an alchemist's dream is finding its way into everyday consumer products. Technically referred to as an amorphous alloy, it has the cooler brand name of liquid metal because as it cools, it turns directly into a solid without first forming a crystalline structure like steel. That difference gives liquid metal amazing mechanical properties, akin to some plastics. Indeed, it's finding use as a stronger, more durable replacement for many plastic parts in things like electronic devices. 
Besides being much stronger than titanium, the alloy is elastic and corrosion resistant. Its early commercial successes were in such things as tennis rackets, baseball bats, and golf clubs. All items where tremendous forces are applied and matching rebound energy comes back out. The military is studying it for use in powerful bullets that can defeat enemy armor. But it also makes superior hip joint replacements. This do-it-all alloy is also finding its way into expensive jewelry for its fine aesthetic qualities. For Innovation Now, this is Buddy Rubino. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. Visit us online at innovationnow.us. Keep up to date with BYU Radio's programming by liking BYU Radio on Facebook. You can check our page for BYU sports updates and information on our entertainment programming. Like us on Facebook at BYU Radio. Talk about good. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Today, of course, is uh, Matt Lose the Fat Day, and uh, which is our little diet plan. We're just trying to get healthier on the show. Uh, we brought on our guest, Jenny Grothy. Actually, we're about to bring her on, but I want, uh, before we go there, we're going to go straight to one of our um, super producers, uh, Bryce Tobin, who has this late-breaking news. Uh, this just in, Bryce Tobin likes bacon. So if you were worried about that, yeah, he, when he brought in the last uh, little update for me, he had to remind me that he loves the bacon. So um, he, I believe, has put together this one, and it basically goes like this. Now, nobody likes a hypocrite, right? But sometimes we may be making exceptions to all sorts of things. Bryce always says he would rather do something right the first time, but does he really? Look, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but I'm about to rant. This is The Bryce is Right. You guys ever get that one step forward, two steps back feeling of futility in this life? So the other day, I finally finished off most of my food, and it was time to restock. But since starting the Matt Townsend Show Fitness Challenge, I realized I'd have to do things differently. The good news, though, I didn't really have to change much. There were low-fat versions of most of the things I like to eat. Low-fat cornbread mix? Yes, please. My snacking solution for this challenge has been popcorn, and I found some reduced-fat popcorn that does not taste like packing peanuts. Now, not only did I get way too excited about popcorn, in a public place, but I eat it a lot now. So much so that I'm a little worried I might become more popcorn than human. But other than reduced portion sizes, it's kind of nice that not a whole lot has changed. The calorie count has decreased, which is good, but there are two sides to every coin, right? Calories are definitely worth paying attention to, but there's more to food than just the caloric content. The stuff the food is made of is the other side of this coin. So while I may be taking in less fat and calories, I haven't made much of an adjustment to what is getting into my body. And this got me thinking, do you think I could get away with only mowing half the lawn? Or would you be happy to eat a cake that was only half baked? Could I dig half a hole? Would you feel safe at all if your firefighters were known for only putting out half of a fire? Or better yet, would you leave the house after only taking half a shower? And with some of these things, maybe easier just to do the whole thing. There's some jobs you should never leave half done. So what makes me think it's okay to do that with diets? All right, I'm out. And remember, don't forget to be awesome. Wow. He's got an attitude. That's Bryce, and the Bryce is right. Now, Bryce, would you rather be half dead? No, you want to be all dead. Duh. Jeez. 
Um, good stuff by the Bryce man. Just trying to keep us honest. We're going to bring on our expert. Now, you may know her as Jenny Grothy. We know her as the Taskmaster, the Fat uh, Slayer, and the, hey, all you bad fat genes, run from me. Jenny Grothy. Uh, Jenny is a fitness coach, a nutritionist. Uh, she has actually had a lot of weight, lost a lot of weight. She was 170 pounds, wearing a size 14, and now she is 80 pounds, wearing a size 3. Just kidding. Um, but she has lost a lot of weight, and she is here to help us. Jenny, are you on the phone with us? I am. Now, um, here's a question for you. Have you heard that story? I want Because to me, this is so validating of everything you've been teaching us. You don't want us to go on diets— you just want us to get healthier. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a woman who lost half of her body weight, in, and she did it all by eating clean. And that is our topic today. Yep. Clean eating. Okay. This is what she said was her secret. She used to weigh 254 pounds. Now she weighs 136 pounds. She's lighter. She feels better about herself. But what she did, it's exactly what you're teaching us. I started cutting out all the sugar that she could. You, I don't know that you taught us that. Eliminating fast food. Try to stay away from processed foods. This is a lifestyle change. It's not a diet. It's a way of life. And that is what you've been trying to drill into our little minds. Yep. It's hard, though, Jan. I don't know if you realize how hard it is. (laughs) Have you thought this through? (laughs) Well, I would hope so because... (laughs) It's killing us. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that probably even with her, you know, I'm guessing if she and I are at all alike... Um, that she had to start somewhere. She probably had some previous experience trying to do some different diets because most women, we grow up dieting. Yeah, you try them all. You know, we try them all because we all have an image of, you know, what we're supposed to look like. And, um, but clean eating, you know, like with her, I mean, it's just a matter of making those changes slowly, you know, one at a time until it feels comfortable um, so that you can actually, you know, make it a habit. I mean, I'm sure that she didn't do all of those things no. all at once just because, I mean, just like with anything, then it's just, it's it's too much. It's too hard. It's too difficult. It's too demanding, you know? Um, I totally agree. And, and you, you know, lose all you your friends. It it, yeah, you lose all your friends. I mean, because, yeah, they're pretty drastic changes, especially yeah. if your life revolved around those, you know, poor um, habits beforehand. Um, if all your friends are different. at the fast food restaurants... Yeah. And if you can mm-hmm. name each one of their names as you go through the window, oh, and, yeah. and they're coming to your wedding and your children's, you know, birthdays. And they know you're regular. Yeah. You know, they have it ready for yeah. you at a certain time because they know you're coming. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. hey, here's your, yeah. Isn't that funny? But that's yeah. true. There's a lot of this, especially the eating thing I'm finding is a very social thing. Yep. Because like when I go in to buy my special cookie, my key lime cookie. Yeah. My sugar cookie with key lime, because that's a fruit, um, lime. And um, when I go buy it, they know me. Yep. You know what I mean? But um, it, it, it is. We got to break down the habits. Now, you gave us an assignment last time mm-hmm. that I really tried to do, uh, which was, if you remember, do you remember? Do you want to tell us, everybody, what it was? Yeah, if I remember right, it, you know, basically it was kind of going back to one of your favorite places that you like to eat before. Yes. And trying to make smarter choices. I did it. But I, not, not the McDonald's preferred. one, because that one starved me, <laughs> and I was eating a Snickers bar about 30 minutes later. and that, So that was just failure. Okay, we call that failure. But Snickers bar, I don't know if you know it. Uh, it's very clean. Oh, okay. Uh, it has nuts in it. Mm-hmm. 
and nougat. No, I don't know. I don't know what's in a Snickers bar. But here's what I did. I went to a Greek restaurant, mm-hmm. and I would normally get, and work with me here, I, I, okay. it's a euro, right? Is that what it's called? A yep. hero, euro, hero. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. A combo with fries okay. and the euro and their dipping sauce for their fries, which is just to die for, and okay. a Diet Coca-Cola beverage. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was my meal. So I went in there. Now, honestly, I shouldn't have been there. Because, again, this is just a trap for fat. It's a fat trap. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, instead, here's what I ordered. And I don't know. I feel really good about it, though. I ordered um, the Euro salad with a side of dressing. Good. And they put uh, Greek yogurt on it. Okay. And then I hardly had to put any dressing on it because it had Greek yogurt. Okay. Okay. And then okay. I had an eclair. No, just kidding. Oh, okay. So uh, was that healthier? Uh, no, it didn't have a lot of stuff on it. it. didn't like have a lot of cheese and all that. No, didn't have any cheese, yeah. but it just was a salad. Still had the meat, needed the lamb meat. Hello. And um, okay, so that was that a better deal because it was greens. I would, I would definitely say yes. I mean, the big question is, was it satisfying? Was it something that yes. you enjoyed? Didn't even finish it. Okay. Because, I mean, that's the thing. Like, any time that we're trying to make a lifestyle change, and especially if we're learning to order, you know, better things when we go out, we want them to be things that we can actually look forward to. Because, you know, again, we don't want to go no. and totally sacrifice and feel like, oh, look at what, you know, yeah. my partner's having. That looks so good. Now look at what I have. Oh, this is so <laughs> Just boring. Just keep picking you off know? their plate. Right, exactly. Yeah, seriously. Like, you know, that's not, that's not what our goal in mind is right now. What we want to do is be able to just order something that's still going to be just as fulfilling and satisfying and something that you can enjoy, but it's going to be healthier and better for your waistline, you Love know? It. So if it be a salad, I mean, you know, I, I do know that a lot of people can get be very misled with salads, especially when the, because the, a lot of the fat grams and everything else, the calories are in the dressings and, right. you know, it's tossed in the salads and that's kind of a, a scary thing. That's why I did it on the side. But if you have it on the side and you're able to can kind of control that portion, um, you know, definitely it's a, a better way of And of the going. yogurt tricked my brain because I was thinking, holy cow, this is good dressing because, yep. but it really, it's just yogurt. Yep. And then you just throw on a little of the dressing with flavor. But it, it actually worked good. And I would go, I would do that again. So now what's interesting is I've broken down that barrier there and now I can order a salad. Yep. And Which still I know, enjoy the meat. for guys, that's kind of a hard thing, you know. Oh. And salad's not necessarily, the, you know, you don't no. always have to do that. No. Sometimes I mean, you can do the fish. My husband would die before you had to order a salad. But, I mean, there's definitely, you know, there are entrees where you can get a lean protein yep. with, you know, some yummy veggies or whatever and and have it be just as good or fish or whatever, you know. I love it. I, I honestly, it's, my brain's becoming converted. It's just, I think, it, I think you're right. It takes time and then it's... And then it's like, you know, you have a holiday where you're home. And a lot of this is interesting, too, because it demands a lot of communication with your family, with my wife, because she's just trying to feed six kids. You know what I mean? She's yeah. not trying to worry about – she would worry about me. But she she really is just trying to survive the day. And so we have, we're trying to communicate better about what that is. Now, the key, though, is clean, clean eating. Now, fill me in on the clean thing because I try to only eat clean things. Okay. I don't try to like eat dirty clean, things. 
you try to eat clean um, <laughs> key lime cookies. Yes, <laughs> with and I'll take off if some of the frosting on the floor. Then it's clean, right? That's exactly right. Two, three second rule. So clean, <laughs> I, yeah. clean meaning uh, non processed. Yep, non processed. I mean, basically, just as you know, things are provided on the earth. I mean, I'm not saying go as far as having it raw. But just things that aren't tainted, they're not man-made. You know, they're, you know, it's fruits and veggies, it's, you know, um, some grains, it's nuts, it's, you know, lean proteins, it's water. It's things that they're just more natural, right? you know, and then not messing things up by adding, you know, too many other things to the meal that makes them unhealthy, you know, because like if, if you, you fry them, you deep fry them, you, hmm. you know, whatever you want to add, you know, honey roast them, butter or who knows what else. Yeah. I mean, then, then, you know, you're taking something that could be a really good clean meal and making it all of a sudden unhealthy for your body. Well, and we talked about that last time that uh, part of this demands some anticipation. So, mm-hmm. so what are some of your tips? Like, I mean, it seems like, a lot of it's just having having this all around you. You know what I mean? If I had a bag of almonds, I'd probably go there. Yep. And um, well, so 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 what's what's what are the tips you use to keep it in front of you? Well, you know the thing, and this is just kind of tying into what we talked about on the last show. It's just a matter of planning. It's just a matter of thinking ahead, thinking, okay, what. You know, what do I want my week to look like next week? What, you know, engagements do I have that are coming up, you know, to to plan like if you're going to be on the road or if you're in business meetings or whatever. Right. And then just making sure that you stock, you know, your home pantry, your fridge, your office fridge or whatever it is, your cooler, if you're, you know, out and about during the day, um, just packing accordingly, taking into account all those things. But I mean, the first step is planning. And once you've planned, then you can, you know, hit the store and make sure that you're stocked up. Because, you know, more times than not, if you don't have those things around you, if you have not planned to have those things available to you, you will go to the vending machine. You will go through fast food. You will find the quickest, easiest, most convenient, you know, food that sounds good and use that to satisfy your hunger. Right. You know, and that's that's a bad, you know, that can be a bad habit because then especially like if, you know, if you're doing a great job on your on your your new lifestyle change, I don't even want to call it a diet, no. but if you're, you know, you're making huge strides. I call it rock hard then, body 2012. Right. So then if you, but then if you forget to do that and then you do go to like a convenient food store or whatever and you get something like that, um, that might derail you. I mean, oh, yeah. the thing is, is you know, we were talking about having this needs to be a habit, and that takes time. And um, so many people they fall off the wagon, and it's really hard to get back on. I mean, even though I tell them, like, no, you need to, you know, just let it go. It's no big deal. It's that you know, you just start with your next meal, and you're back on, and everything's good. But for some people, mentally, that makes them feel like they're a failure. Oh, totally. So, you know, and so it's just like, okay, so let's just make sure, let's eliminate that barrier. Let's make sure that does not happen. Let's make sure that we are planning accordingly and we have things available that still you know i still want people to feel like you know they can do things in moderation they still can go out and have enjoy um, a yummy treat or you know go out for a cheat meal mm-hmm. um you know that needs to be built in as well i mean so like this this greek place that you like to go to i mean maybe that's your favorite place to go and yeah. You know, even though you've been doing really well and having your healthy salad during the week, you know, maybe that's when you go out with your wife and you go have whatever it is that you used to have that you love so much. Yeah, I think um, that's the key, isn't it? To, so that you're not imprisoned. You no. don't, you're not, you're not a victim either. You're, you're just, you're just progressing. And 
I mean, really, uh, a pound a week for uh, 50 weeks is a lot of weight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of weight. You know what I mean? It may not be humanly possible. But I I guess the key to this is moderation is what I'm hearing. And and some of it, too, is not to get so easily discouraged. It seems like we we get so easily discouraged. When we come back, Jen, I want you to maybe address the discouragement factor. And what are some ways to keep our head and our brain above the water there? And um, okay. and then we'll get into some other tools, some other solutions to make sure that as far as the diet goes, we're staying on target, we're staying on task. Sounds good. So we'll be back with Jenny Grothy, our fitness guru, trying to do what she can to just get us to have a better spirit about this and stay healthy. You're listening to The Matt Townsend Show right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143. BYU Radio. Do you want to hear all your favorite BYU Radio shows while you're on the go? Now you can. BYU Radio's free iPhone app places all the BYU Radio programming at your fingertips through your iPhone or iPod. Enjoy all your favorites at the touch of a button. Download your free iPhone app on the Apple Store now. Good afternoon, I'm Sam McCall for Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. President Barack Obama is all set for his speech tonight at the Democratic National Convention, where he says the choice this November will be made clear. In a conference call with supporters, the president said he's excited about the speech. I can't wait to share my vision for the future with all of you tonight, so I'm hoping you tune in. And he said it'll cap a convention that's shown how charged up Democrats really are, despite polls suggesting an enthusiasm gap. There's plenty of enthusiasm out there. The the issue in this election is not going to be enthusiasm. But Obama and top aides warn neither convention's likely to have changed the dynamics of the contest. Obama says the race with Mitt Romney will remain close, so he needs field organizers to step up like they did four years ago. Mark Smith at the Democratic Convention, Charlotte. A brutal murder scene in the French Alps where five were discovered, shot, and killed is also the scene of a tragic miracle. The AP's Lori Hennart reports that a four-year-old girl was found unharmed among the victims. A four-year-old British girl hid for eight hours beneath the bodies of her family in the back of their car before she was found by French investigators who had been just outside the vehicle for the entire time waiting for a team of specialists to arrive from Paris. French authorities have not yet released the identity of the family, but have notified the wife of a cyclist who was found near the vehicle. You're listening to BYU Radio on Sirius XM 143. I'm Sam McCall. Welcome back, all you healthy people, to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking about getting healthy, and we brought on our health expert, Jenny Grothy, nutritionist, uh, expert what do we call them, health fitness expert. You can get uh, everything you need to know about Jenny is at jen-fit.com, a great place to go learn more about her. She has recipes there, ideas, just how to get healthier. 
and uh, and and how to take back your life. Now, Jen, before the break, we were talking about how sometimes we get discouraged. It's easy to to fail, and then we fall into that negative um, slide, and then the next thing you know, you're eating Haagen Dazs ice cream and a bag of Doritos. Yeah. So, Jen, how do we stay motivated? How do we not let you know the downtimes keep us down? Well, and I think first, you know, just addressing like what are some a couple of the the most common things that get us down, so that people will be able to relate and know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being, um, you know, again, not not planning ahead and getting super hungry, and then just grabbing whatever it is you know that they're used to and satisfying that need, and that might take them off of their, you know, their ideal meal plan. Right. Um, That could be really discouraging. Um, It could be that, you know, some people, they're just overly tired, they're super stressed, they've had a hard week, they're not getting enough sleep, whatever it might be. And then, again, they kind of fall off the bandwagon by having something maybe that they shouldn't have. Or maybe they had good intentions of working out three or four times during the week or maybe working out for the first time. And, again, something, you know, comes up and and they don't do it. And the the first thing that all of us feel when that happens is – it's just like, you know, we, we feel like we're all alone and we're like the biggest loser. We made the, you know, the biggest mistake and why even try and, you know, why is it going to work this time? It's never worked before. Right, and we started that like, slide. It's, just, it's like this domino effect. We just have all this negative self-talk and it just kind of grows and grows and grows. And the reality is, is that one mistake is not going to derail you. And it's just an experience that you have, you know, that you just, you just experienced it, you've gone through it. And you just you just get right back on. I mean, if it's a if it's a meal plan issue, just think, okay, well that was that, and you know, in a few hours I'm going to have my next meal, and I'm back on. And you know, the, the funny thing about it is, your body might have even welcomed that little slip up. Yeah. Um, you know, just because it kind of creates a shock to the body, to the system, and so you know, your body's like, whoa, you know, it's, and that's, that's not true, a bad huh? thing. No. But mentally, it can it can be hard. But you just need to think, okay, so I'm back on, and just know that. With every right choice that you make from there on out, you're going to be one step closer to whatever your goal is. And you can't, you know, the, the thing that really helped me when I was losing the 60 pounds, because I had a lot of slip-ups, mm-hmm. was that I am, you know, giving up is no longer an option. Every other diet that I had tried at some point, I just felt like it was way too much and I'd give up yeah. and I'd be done. You know, and then the only person that failed was me. Like, I just gave up on me. But when I started to eat clean, and I still would have, you know, slip-ups now and again, I just was like, no, giving up is no longer an option. I'm just going to, you know, persevere, push forward, and just, you know, deal with it. It's such a head game, isn't it? Oh, big time. It's all head game. And then it also seems like we we try to oversimplify it i guess as humans because we um when we fail we just think it's us that failed like yeah. i blew it but but the reality is like you said it could be something as complex as hey you know what you just aren't slept and you're not getting enough sleep or oh, yeah. you know you've had more stress or there is a little bug going around your family that you don't even necessarily yeah. it's not manifesting like sickness but or it might be that time of the month or it could be 50 yeah. things going on and yeah. you just chalk it up to you're a loser. Yeah, and isn't the that what we do? Is, it's it's it happens to everybody. I mean here's here's the truth Matt like even now with as much as I know and as long as I I've, I've been doing this I still 
fall down on occasion. I'll sure. have a bad day, and the first thing I want to go do is grab something, you know, whatever that. What is it? 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 I want to know what it is. What would it be? Your comfort. It's like when you just, when you go crazy, does your husband walk in at the end of the day and you've just got chocolate all over your lips and you're just stuck in the lazy boy chair? Is that what's going on? No, but that sure sounds good. I would love that. And it's funny. It just depends on what the day is. Like whatever it is, it's. I bet it's two handfuls of almonds, isn't it? You eat two handfuls, you little pig. Oh, no. But I will say this, and I think I've shared this with you before. I mean, one of my biggest hang-ups, especially when I am down, which I, I try not to even have this in the house anymore because it, I can get out of control with it, is uh, um, the Costco fruit medley. Uh, I have uh, way overindulged in that before. A fruit but, medley. I mean, what is that? It, but here's, oh, it's just all the dried fruit and all the different nuts. And, oh, really? Yeah, that sounds healthy. That, see, that doesn't sound like a binge yeah, thing for me. But, Matt, here's the thing, though. Twinkies. When you have a handful, it's one thing. When you have, you know, a bag, yeah. then it's kind of the extreme. Jenny, have you ever had so. five Twinkies in a row? Um, never. You know what? It'll change your life. <laughs> I'm sure it would. Make me sick, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to tempt you. I think that's fine. Um, it's, I think that's, I think you're, you're, you're so on it because uh, it's, it's psychologically, we just... It's almost like we're just prone to we're just prone to self-sabotage and, yeah. and pull ourselves down. One of the big excuses I hear about this clean eating thing is that it's just too expensive. Um, I'm not a millionaire. What do you think? I'm made of money? Think I can go to Costco and buy a fruit medley <laughs> and just eat yeah. fruit, dried fruit all day? Okay. <laughs> Let's blow that up. Is, is, it, is it really that much more expensive to eat clean? By the way, I wouldn't know. Because I haven't eaten clean in my life. But um, is it that expensive? Well, I think that, you know, either way, it can be expensive. It just depends on, you know, what you're buying. Like, again, with proper planning, I think that eating clean can actually be very affordable. I mean, if you're, um, you know, one of the things, like if, if you buy in bulk, if you have a Costco membership, I mean, use it. If you have a Sam's membership, use it. Go and buy, you know, your your meats in um in big packages, whether yeah. they be fresh or frozen, um, there's you know definitely a lot of times you can get frozen, chicken, good, you know, cuts of meat for sure. way cheaper. Yeah. So you know, so just, that's so you, I mean that again. There's your planning, and then you can buy yep. in bulk. Yep. And then you can just you know it, if it's you know whatever it is, if it's something that you need to cut when you get back home and repackage and then freeze. I mean that's another way to save. I mean it's just it's a matter of getting the most for your money. And sometimes, you know, the way that you do that is, is buying a lot more than you need right there at, at that moment, mm-hmm. but then just, you know, saving it for later. So that way you're not paying, you know, whatever that they cost for. Like I know when I go buy flank steak, sometimes it'll cost as much as $7 a pound. And it's like, oh, that's wow. ridiculous. You it's know, but if there flank. was an option where I could buy five at a, five at a, a time, I, I certainly would do that. But I can do that with fish. I can do that with chicken. I can do that with turkey. I can do that just about with anything else. Yeah. You know, and so I always buy in bulk. Same thing with veggies, like even frozen veggies. Again, at Costco, um, you know, I find that they're just, they're, they're a lot better than some of the frozen veggies that you might get at your local grocer. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you get, you get a lot more for your money. So like that would be another option, but then also just prepping in bulk. So again, that's kind of back to, 
like if you're buying a lot of meat and you're, you know, putting aside what you need for that night and then freezing the rest, um, but even, you know, when you're, you're prepping your foods, you're, rather than just prepping as you go for that day, you know, prepping your meals so that you have them in the fridge ready to go for maybe the next three or four days. So, you know, again, you're, you're just thinking ahead you're, you're, and you're not wasting. Yeah, right. Um, I, I have some friends that, you know, they're very anti-eating leftovers. Um, <laughs> I couldn't disagree more with that thinking. Yeah, you got um, to eat everything. Come on. I hate waste. Right. I hate waste. And so if that means having leftovers, you know, with my family, if I prepare, prepare something for the family, uh, we'll either have it the next day or the day after that. You know, again, you know, I don't have money to just throw away. Mm-hmm. So um, just little things like that. That's not, I mean. Flipping coupons. I mean, yeah. coupons. I mean, then you can get coupons on healthy food. Yeah, you really can. I mean, and you just need to, you know, get familiar with the, the, the grocers there in your town and know kind of who who provides what and where you can get the best deal and then just kind of shop around. And sometimes that even means, you know, for some of your um, you know, condiments mm-hmm. or dried foods or whatever, you can get some of the best deals online. You know, one of the, the staples in my pantry, of course, is having a good um, protein powder. And so uh, I, the last thing I'll do is go to a local supplement store just because they charge, you know, pretty much close to retail. Mm-hmm. Whereas online, I can save as much as 30, 40% just by kind of watching for different deals. See, and it is the commitment. That's why I think on the very first day, you made us all get very committed to doing this because it's a lifestyle change, which means you're going to have to start changing how you think about your food, how you plan. But again, it also, in the end, could I could see how just doing it this way could actually save you money just because you're thinking it out. Yeah. I mean, it's like oh, budgeting. You're just, you're, you do a little budgeting and you'll probably save more money. <laughs> You do a little uh, healthy eating budgeting, you're going to save more money. And you watch for sales. I mean, you know, I, I was brought up to where we always had a little bit extra on hand in, you know, in our food storage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so we just have a lot of extras of the things that we normally would eat. Well, it's no different with clean eating. So, like, if there are, you know, again, with some of the condiments, whether it be, you know, vinegars or olive oil or coconut oil or, you know, like low-carb ketchup or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, teriyaki sauce. I, I mean, whatever it might be. It might be whole wheat pastas, rices, whatever. But watch for sales. And then when, the, when things that you regularly have do go on sale, just buying as much as you can at that time that you can afford that you won't waste and keeping it on hand so that, you know, a couple of dollars here and there, it can certainly make a big difference over the long term. Love it. Um, one of the things we talked about last time as well is you started giving us some recipes. And uh-huh. uh, before we go to the break, I'd like to get into that subject a bit. What are some What are some other recipes? What are some things we should be planning on making or just some simple, easy recipes? Because I really want to try some new things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And are you thinking like for a snack or for a meal? Let's or... do uh, – let's kind of go with something brec- for breakfast because I can eat that every day all day. Okay. So here is one of my very, very, very favorite breakfasts. And yeah. as a matter of fact, it's one of the things, and I think you've even mentioned it before, so it's not just a plug. Good. 
but I have my cookbook that's on oatmeal. Yeah. And um, ever since when I, because I used to have oatmeal all the time, but I'd always have it the same way, and it was really boring. And once I discovered baking my oatmeal then just, rather than just cooking it on the stovetop, uh-huh. um, it was like a whole new world for me. So it was so good. But I'm just going to give you kind yeah. of like the most simplistic recipe for baked oatmeal. And can then I you think can go doctor me. it up as much as okay, you want. Okay, good, good, good. Because simple oatmeal is kind of my middle name. Okay, awesome. Perfect. Um, what you want to do is like if you take a half a cup of um, old-fashioned oats. Okay. Okay. And like a like a teaspoon of um, a teaspoon of vanilla, um, sweetener of your choice. So like I'll use stevia or xylitol or something like that. Twinkie. Um, either a couple. I mean, and again, there's some flexibility here. So again, however you know you want to do it to make it work for you. Right. Um, for some people, if they want to work some fat into it, they could just have a whole egg and maybe an extra egg white. Hmm. Uh, for me, what I'll do is I'll use like a quarter cup of um, liquid egg whites. Um, Hold on. That exists? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, it's just stuff again. I'm just at Costco where you can buy it in bulk. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> they have the egg liquid whites. Liquid egg another, whites. Well, and there are companies, too, that make it even more affordable. Another one that I work with quite frequently is called Egg Whites International. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's their entire business. It's just in selling egg whites. Now, Jenny, think of the poor, poor chickens yeah, that well, have just got to only produce the white of the egg. That's miserable. <laughs> Miserable. Anyway, it's so hard for them. It's I know. So hard. I mean, they need yolks for crying out loud. I know. So, but <sighs> in, so in your oatmeal, though, you're, so you're mixing all this together. You can add maybe a little bit of cinnamon. Um, you know, even a little nutmeg if you wanted to. A little fruit. Um, little fruitage. A little fruitage. Yep. And then probably about three quarters cup of water. Okay. And you're going to you're going to mix that together. And what you're are you going mixing to, it in? Well, you mix it in whatever you want. What I tend to use, because I've had some friends that have tried to like double, triple, quadruple the recipe, and, what, and then they put it like in a casserole dish. Yeah. That doesn't work so well just because the center won't set up as well. So what I would do is um, you could either pour them into like some of the large um, muffin pans. You mm-hmm. know, like, I'm talking like the Texas-sized muffins. Okay. Like, you know, spray those down. Um, with a little cooking spray, and then fill those up maybe about three-quarters full. Or the way that I usually do it, they have the, um, the bake-proof or bake-oven-safe um, um, ramekins, uh, like at Target or Walmart or pretty much anywhere. And then I'll just do those. I'll do three or four of those at a time, and then I'll bake them for up to 30 minutes, and basically you know that they're, they're done when it starts to pull a little bit from the edges. Okay. And you can even kind of touch the middle with a knife or a fork or whatever and see if it just kind of hits bounces back. And it's just, it's, it has kind of the same consistency of a cake. Yeah. And it just, it sets up. But yeah, I mean, and in my cookbook, that's the thing. Like, I I went nuts. I've made everything from, Oh, that sounds so good, by the way. You know, every... every Every, you know, treat that you can imagine, like cake or shake flavor um, that you crave, I pretty much tried it with oatmeal. <laughs> so they're really just kind of little oatmeal cakes. Yeah, and they're so good. Oh, but see, but that, oh, that's called dense. that. It's called basic baked oatmeal. Yep. yep. Without the fruit and stuff like that, then it's just totally basic. Once you start doctoring it up, it, yeah. you know, it changes a little bit. Um, but it just makes it that much better. I mean, you can add anything to it. Snickers it's, it's bar. Good. If you put a Snickers bar, if you baked a Snickers bar in the middle of that. It would oh. be amazing. 
I think I'm hungry. It definitely would taste good, I'm sure. Seriously, that is that like sounds so good to me. Um, and it's hearty, and it's good for you. And, that's and you would just eat so one important. of that. That one of those would be your breakfast. That would be your breakfast, and you know, again, as far as on the protein side, you know, depending on what your protein ratio needs to be. Um, you know, you might, because there's a little bit of protein in the old-fashioned oats, and of course there's going to be some protein in the eggs. Mm-hmm. But if that's not enough, maybe just you could even, you know, add a, a dollop of nonfat yogurt or cottage cheese or have like a protein shake along with it. Um, it's and it's, it's, yeah, it's a very filling meal. That is, now, that would last two hours till my next meal? Three hours. Three, is that one? Okay, three hours. Because I've been eating every two, that might be part of the problem. That's great, uh, really. Because that I can handle. Okay, what we're gonna do, Jen? We're gonna take a break. Okay. Uh, we're gonna come back. We're gonna see if we can't get one more recipe out of you. And then again, okay. they can get these recipes by going to jen-fit.com, yeah. and there's your cookbook there, plus some of the recipes that are on the site. Uh, anyway, love having All you on the show. All my contact information is there. Okay, perfect yep. piece of cake. We will be back with Jenny Grothy and her baked oatmeal, uh, which now has me salivating, right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. It's been a quarter of a century since the movie Back to the Future promised us flying cars. So, where are they? This is Innovation Now. A new vehicle called the Transition promises to get us closer to the future envisioned by movies and TV shows and closer to having a flying machine in our own garage. The Transition Light Sport Aircraft from Terrafugia seats two and can fly over 100 miles per hour for almost 500 miles. It will be able to take off and land at any public-use general aviation airport. On the ground, its wings fold up, so you will be able to simply drive on the road to your destination. No rental car needed. And there's a bonus. It's small enough to park in your own driveway. It's not just a concept either. The company has completed both powered road testing and flight testing. They plan to start delivering next-generation vehicles to customers later this year. The ability of the transition to both fly and drive could help reduce the potential for accidents by allowing pilots to land and drive to their destination instead of flying through bad weather conditions. And when you're low on gas, no need for expensive jet fuel, you can fill this convertible up with unleaded fuel from your local gas station. Innovation Now is produced by the National Institute of Aerospace through collaboration with NASA and is distributed by WHRV. After a stifling defensive performance against Mike Leach and the Washington State Air Raid, KBN does it again! The BYU football team now looks closer to home as they take on in-state foe, the Weber State Wildcats. Looks middle, lobs in zone, man, wide open, catch, touchdown, he got it! It's BYU football this Saturday on BYU Radio. Pre-game begins at 1 p.m. Eastern time with kickoff scheduled for 3 p.m. Eastern. Here on the home of Cougar Sports, Sirius XM 143, BYU Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. We're talking to Jenny Grothy, who's been trying to get us fit 
and not just uh, throwing diets at us, but giving us tools, ideas, real-life solutions to help us grow healthier. She's been giving us some recipes. Before we get back to hear her final recipe of the day, here's a question. What about organic? Okay, Is organic food worth the price, or is it just a marketing gimmick? love my fruits and vegetables, but I don't always love their price. With the advent of organic produce, new questions come to my mind whenever I'm in the grocery store. No longer are the questions just, should I buy a red apple or should I buy a green apple? Now it's, do I need to buy organic produce? Will organic produce really help me to live better and healthier? Honestly, I must admit, At the beginning, I was pretty skeptical. The whole organic thing kind of sounds like a marketing gimmick. Marketers didn't know how to make vegetables more appealing. So they told me that I could buy organically grown produce. For more money, I could feel better about myself and my impact on the environment. Plus, marketers seemed to imply that the other produce failed to carry the proper ingredients that my old non-organic produce gave me. But what does organic even mean? Vegetables are still grown in the ground, right? Or have farmers figured out a way to artificially grow carrots with machines? And so organic tells me, ah, this one was grown in the ground. So I guess my big question is, does conventionally grown produce really hurt me? Well, thanks to a recent study by researchers at the Stanford Center for Health Policy, my organic woes will hopefully become a thing of the past. Turns out there is evidence that even organic produce isn't 100% free of pesticides, and that there are no health benefits to eating organically grown produce. Carrots grown with pesticides are just as healthy as carrots grown with fewer pesticides. So take that, you gimmicky marketers. However, the study did show that organically grown produce was 30% less likely to be contaminated. And I like to think that we all believe we are doing the environment a good turn when we buy organic food. So I guess those marketers did have a point. This study has now effectively removed the health question from my buying decisions, thus making it a question about my values. Which is more important to me, saving money or saving the environment one carrot at a time? I guess I won't know until I go to the grocery store again. But... Maybe these farmer's markets are a new answer to my many produce woes. That's Catherine Allen, and uh, I'll bet you Jenny Grothy would think a farmer's market's a pretty cool place to go get some stuff. Don't you, Jen? Oh, yeah. We've got them all over. Don't you love them? Mm-hmm. They're just plus um, you just get to really look at some odd people. Yeah, well, and you get to look at some odd vegetables and fruits. I mean, things that uh, just stuff you've never seen exactly. And like, that's a potato. (laughs) Exactly, it's kind of fun. (laughs) Now, fill us in on another recipe. Give me one more. Um, And I'm, I guess, I'm thinking a little breakfast food again, just because again, you can do it anytime, any place. That's true. You can have breakfast all day long. My husband likes to have breakfast for dinner, so why not? Right? It's perfect. So one of the um, one of the, the funnest things that I, I learned early on was making things just in like a coffee mug. And I know that kind of sounds silly, but um, especially if you're on the go and you need something that's going to be easy. Yeah, it's got a um, handle. You can do, yeah, and if it's got a handle, then you're good to go. But um, I like to make kind of like an omelet in a cup. Um, again, if you want to use the liquid egg whites, they're just really convenient. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that you could do is put 
like a half a cup to three quarters cup of the egg white substitute into into the cup. Um, I usually like to add a Morning Star, um, uh, like a breakfast sausage. Okay. They usually have them. They're 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 less fattening than like the normal ones that you would get typically, you know, mm-hmm. at like Denny's or something. Right. Um, but these are in the, the freezer section. I can find them at most of the grocery stores. And then you can add whatever veggies you want. So like if you want to add mushrooms or onions. But or those peppers. could all just be frozen, huh? You could just go have bags of frozen peppers, cut up oh, onions. Oh, yeah, you totally could. Love or, that or, idea. Or what you could do is, you know, again, when you're prepping at the beginning of the week, just cut everything up and then put them in an individual, you know, either um, Ziploc bags yeah. or in food containers oh. so that they're just kind of ready to go. See, that's easy. How long does that yeah, take then, you to make? Yeah, just throw that in there. Add a little bit of um, sea salt and pepper and whatever spices you want. And uh, usually you like you want what we can't even talk today. You'll want to microwave it for like a minute and then stir it again. And mm. then just, you know, continue to microwave it in like minute intervals until it's firm. And, you know, just watching it because like with anything, when it grows in the microwave, it can definitely spill over. Yeah. So that's kind of the key on like <laughs> after a minute, you want to stir it again and make sure that everything's kind of evened out. And that's what scrambles but, it. That's great. Yep. Yeah, it does. Love so, it. And that's just kind of a quick and easy and, you know, you can pretty much do anywhere. Like especially I know a lot of workplaces now. Um, they have microwaves that you can use. Even my husband, he has a microwave right there in his little office. Oh, and sure. It just makes it a little bit more convenient. Perfect. So, and I know not everybody likes oatmeal as much as I do, so... Yeah. I like it. <laughs> that way I'm going to try that one, though. Option. So we've got the oatmeal option, the omelet in a cup. They can find mm-hmm. more recipes at uh, gen-fit.com, plus your cookbook, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, plus all your contact information and where to find you and other ideas. Leave us with a challenge. We have about 30 seconds. Give me a challenge. Give everyone else a challenge. What should we be working on until we meet again? Okay, so the challenge is going to be pretty easy. I want everybody that's listening that's part of this to do one of those two recipes. Okay. Um, you know, at least once this week. Just try it. You know, make it your own because you can kind of customize either one. Can I eat that every day, the omelet thing every day? Oh, yeah. I could do that every uh, absolutely. day. Absolutely. And that's how I am. I'm a, I, I eat most, you know, everything. It's pretty routine throughout the day. Usually I just change yeah. up the dinners. I'm doing it. I didn't even know egg whites come. I didn't even know chickens made egg whites. In a bottle. <laughs> so I'm going to go buy me some egg whites in a bottle, okay. and Sounds I'm going to make the omelet. Okay, Jen, you rock. You're amazing. Well, it's a pleasure. You keep it up, and we'll have you back in okay, two so weeks to change our life. We will also have updates because I'm also going to spice up that basic baked oatmeal a little bit. Ooh. I'm going to show you how to do a s'mores oatmeal with okay. chocolate and marshmallows. That, hey, I've actually done a s'mores oatmeal, so I, so I want to see what it. you come up okay, with. Okay, good. Good girl. Jenny Grothy, <laughs> you can find her at gen-fit.com. She is the guru. Appreciate you being here. Everybody else, thanks for joining us. We so appreciate you listening here. Here We're here Monday through Friday, uh, 5 o'clock Eastern Time. Again, replayed at 7 o'clock right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. KBYU-FM, HD.